لم يعود كلبها حتى الآن من يحرس ليلى على الطريق Assalamu alaikum everybody and welcome to the Arabic in 60 announcements channel where I'm well known for making 12 announcements over the first 30 minutes of every video to talk about the program that I love and have built myself and my students who are the best in the world. So we're going to stop all of those announcements and we're just going to get straight into the meat of it once again because that's what you want. So let's get into it. Uh, today, uh, this is episode three obviously of Layla with Vib and... Uh, yeah, we've learned tons so far, and we're going to learn even more today. We're going to do maybe, what, like seven lines or something like that of Arabic. Maybe we'll learn another 20 words or something, which is really cool. So uh, without further ado, let's just jump into it. So this is like the second um, paragraph, I guess. Like the author himself puts kind of the numbers next to them, even though it's our third episode. And it begins, Layla wal-ka'aku. So we know that Layla herself, not just a mother... Is going to become something to do with the kaka in this in this particular episode, right? Good. So we have fakkarat once again. Mama'ana fakkarat, يعني to think about something. Ummu Layla. So Ummu Layla thought. ثم قالت لنفسها, and then she said لنفسها. Then she said to herself, Binti Layla, my daughter Layla, سبق لها الذهاب إلى بيت جدتها. Very nice. Sabakalaha is a nice way of saying that something's already happened. What it literally means is it has proceeded for her. It's kind of like saying that really. And adhabu is the fa'il, is the subject of the verb sabaka. So the going has proceeded for her, meaning she's already been, right? It's something she's already done. That's actually an expression I've only seen a couple of times. Like I even the graduates of my program, I wouldn't expect them to choose that wording in their writing. It's a little bit more um um, you know, it's a little bit flowery than than, than even what my grad what I expect my graduates to write, but um, but it's, it's very nice though, and it's fitting for a kind of a fantasy story and stuff. So good. So sabaka laha al-dhahabu. So she's already been sabaka laha al-dhahabu. The verb sabaka actually means to sort of um, um, to to be to to proceed something. As-sabiqun is a term in the Quran for like the forerunners, the the uh, the earlier ones, right? Good. So saying has proceeded for her the going to the house of her grandmother. Okay, so Layla's already been to her grandmother's house before. This won't be the first time that she's been to her grandmother's house. Indeed, she ta'rifu. Indeed, she did I say ya'rifu? Anyway, if I say ya'rifu, that's how I use it in the masculine. If it wasn't Layla with Dib, if it was um you know, if it was Sam with Vib, then we could say Ya'rifu, but uh, this is not, it is Ta'rifu, because uh, she's a girl. Good, Ta'rifu al-Tariq, she knows the way. Al-Tariq, يعني the way. Good, Azama ta'ala, good. So the verb Azama ta'ala, it means she decided to do something. Um, I've never heard the verb Azama used to mean decide without ala. You always say Azama ala, that she decided to do, to do something. Azama ta'ala an. I like it. I like hearing prepositions and then n. Um, I, I think that's just quite nice. Um, um, I think that's quite nice language. Even with the verb fakkara, fakkaratu fi n. I thought about doing something, right? If you want to put a verb afterwards, um, I think that's quite nice. And here we have it demonstrated with azama ta'ala n. She decided to tursila, to send Layla. She decided to send Layla. So I'm not sure the thinking behind this, but. All, on one hand, Ummu Layla is like, no, I don't, I don't 
go without telling my husband and you know I'll, I'm, I'm I'm a good you know I'm, I'm a good wife I, I, I won't leave the house and I won't sort of um I won't disobey him by going out but the daughter yeah get out there love get yourself out there take this cake to your grandma through the deep dark woods anyway so she's sending Layla okay we don't know how old Layla is at the moment I, anyway to the house to her grandmother's house, the house of her grandmother, literally. So she decided to send Layla to her grandmother's house. So the verb hamala means to carry. Um, um, yeah, carrying for her the cake. Okay. Good. What do we have next? Al-Kalbu. And then we learn the name of Al-Kalbu. Wazir doesn't sound like a dog's name to me. It's an active participle from the verb um, waza'a or wazi'a. Top of my head, I haven't heard it recently, but it's, it's often used to do with like um, distributing, like um, just, just distributing. For some reason, I kind of associate it with agriculture, like spreading grain and seed and stuff like that when you're planting stuff. Um, anyway, wazi'a. And his name's wazi'a. Okay, that's the name of the kelb. Al kelbu wazi'a. Tarak al manzil mundu sabah. So the kelb left the house. Taraka, we saw the verb taraka previously actually. Al-menzil. Al-menzil is another word for bait. Um, menzil. It gives me kind of a feeling that it's more like the word home rather than house. Like bait is kind of talking about the building. But menzil is talking about where you have settled, right? Anyway, but it basically means a house. Good. Taraka al-menzil mundu sabah. He left the house since the morning. Meaning he's been out of the house since the morning, right? The, the dog went out and hasn't come back. وَلَمْ يَعُدْ حَتَّى الآن, And hasn't come back until now. لَمْ يَعُدْ We talked about the verb meaning to return. And لَمْ uh, This is the majzum. We're using لَمْ يَعُدْ you can, you can see how we've kind of squeezed the wow and the, the dhamma on the end out of it. يَعُودُ has become يَعُدْ لَمْ يَعُدْ He has not returned. حَتَّى الآن Until now. وَقَدْ انتصف النهار وَقَدْ انتصف. The term انتصف, the term نصف means a half, but انتصف is, is often used with times of day, like منتصف الليل, منتصف النهار is like the, منتصف الليل is like the midnight. منتصف, منتصف النهار, excuse me, um, is midday. But um, he's not saying منتصف, he's, he's using انتصف. It has reached its half. The نهار, the daytime, has reached its half. Good. هل تنتظر أم ليلى حتى حضر الكلب فيصاحب ليلى في الذهاب إلى بيت الجدة؟ Good. So, هل تنتظر أم ليلى؟ So, should أم ليلى wait? Should ليلى أم ليلى wait حتى يحضر الكلب؟ Should the mother of Layla wait until the kelb has reappeared. I, I don't know why the standard for Ummu Layla to go means her husband has arrived, but the standard for the little girl to go is for the dog to have arrived. I don't I don't know the logic, but um, but anyway, I don't know why Ummu Layla can't go with a dog. I don't know why that wasn't a concern to go with a dog, but um, but anyway, the dog needs to be there for Layla to go. But the dog has لم يعود حتى الآن so um, you know she's wondering whether she should she should stay حتى يحضر الكلب until the, the كلب has, uh, has come فيصاحب ليلى يصاحب from the verb صاحب present tense يصاحب many of the connoisseurs among you will have noticed the word صاحب um, صاحب meaning a companion to accompany somebody is the verb صاحب so the dog 
for your sahiba, so he can accompany Layla, so the dog can accompany Layla. Fidhahab ila bayt al Um Yeah, to the al jaddati really. We'll say the T to complete the adhafa, but to the, to, yeah, to accompany Layla to, in the going to the house of her grandmother. Good. Why? Liyahrasa. To guard the harasa. Yahrasu. It means to guard. In fact, there's a name, Haris. A Haris is actually a guard, um, but it's also a name. People can be called Haris. Um, I think it's a nice name. Yeah, Haris. Um, good. Fittariq. Um, in, literally in the path, but it means on the way. Fittariq. Good. Okay. Um, did, where do I want to continue? Okay, we're going to continue a little bit more. A couple more lines, inshallah. So, Ummu Layla. Takhsha. The verb khashia. Yakhsha. Takhsha in this case, because it's feminine. She fears. En, en yata'akhara. She fears that he will, he, that he will ta'akhara. Um, oh, the kelb, not even the husband. She's afraid the dog will be, not, she hasn't been, she's not afraid the, the husband will be late. She's afraid that the dog will be late. Um, <laughs> and ta'akhara, so ta'akhara is a form five verb, ta'akhara, meaning to be late yourself, right? There's, there's a form two verb equivalent, akhara, which means to make something else late. But ta'akhara is to be late yourself. So ana muta'akhir, I'm late. Ana asif, ana muta'akhir liyom. I'm sorry, I'm late today, right? Muta'akhir. But the verb ta'akhara means to uh, to be late. So she is afraid that al-kalbu yata'akhar. She's afraid that the dog will be late. <laughs> as if the dog, as if the, the as if the dog knows. The dog comes in, you're late. <laughs> Let's carry on. Wa yadi'a al-waqta. Okay, good. Yadi'a. Um, it means to uh, lose, right? So the, 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 she's losing time, right? The time is passing. Good. So, um, yeah, so she, so she, so Layla cannot entezhaba. She cannot to return, cannot to go. She cannot go. وَتَعُودَ and return. In the adult. The light. Um, what is the difference between the dot and the nur? Um, so, you know, when I tell students that dot means light, they say, well, what about nur? Nur means light as well, but my, my understanding of it is dot has burning within it somehow. Like we would say the dot of like my recording lights here, because there's actually some kind of like electricity burning going on in them. But the nur... Um, is often reflected light. It doesn't have to be, but um, and th- those definitions, maybe there's like a Venn diagram a little bit of like typically what they mean, but then there's also some crossover in the middle. Um, yeah, so th- so there is a difference between those. So Adult and Nahar would, would fall in line with what I just said, right? That the, the light of the day, because the sun actually has burning in it, it's actually a producer of its own light, whereas a Noor might not necessarily be. Hence when someone might say to you, like you have Noor in your face, mashallah, it's not really that your face is like producing light, it's like your, 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 your face is reflecting the light of your iman or, or the light of your whatever, right? It's, it's reflecting some kind of light. So that's, um, as I say, there is a bit of a Venn diagram. There is some use of nur where it might be sort of sunlight. There is some use of dhalt where it's not quite as strict as that. But typically in the Quran, you know, there, there are times when Allah would describe the moon as being nur and, um, and the sun as being a siraj, for example, being a, literally a lamp, a siraj. Um, I think actually the word suraj in Urdu means means the sun, doesn't it? Suraj, 
Maybe it's in Hindi. I don't know if it's in Hindi and in Urdu, but I'm sure that is the case, which is kind of interesting as well. Anyway, so that is plenty for today. We have done plenty for episode three of our walkthrough series of Layla wa Dhib. I hope you've enjoyed this video. And if you did, please don't forget to like and please don't forget to share it with anybody else who you think needs to learn more Arabic and would benefit from this series as well. And, uh, and then also subscribe to the channel, please. That means the world to me. It makes my family members think I'm less of a loser. It makes my wife believe me that I have a real job if I've got a good number of subscribers. So that really helps. And uh, uh, as per the time of recording this, we are very close to 20,000 subscribers. So it would be an absolutely huge help for me if you would help me just tip us over into 20,000 subscribers. That would, that would mean the world to me. So thank you all so much for being part of it and for listening in today. See you guys in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.